hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of Games Parlay, the show where we talk about games, the good, the bad, and the ones we like. We got Matt here, uh, and we're here to chat about Mario's public execution here in a few days. Yes, he will be leaving us very shortly. Yes, the day Nintendo breaks into our houses and uh, steals our Mario games. Yep. Rest Um, in peace. (laughs) <laughs> Rest in peace, Mario. Uh, so we wanted to take some time uh, on this week's episode, and you're going to probably see this a bunch throughout this week. Um, because, yeah, Nintendo is pulling a bunch of Mario things off of their eShop um, permanently <laughs> uh, and no longer making copies of the 3D All-Stars pack um, because of reasons. Reasons, yes. Reasons. Green dollar uh, sign reasons. <laughs> yes, dollar sign reasons. But even then, I, I'm still very confused. But mm-hmm. let's just hop right into it. So this last year was Mario's 35th. Um, and I'm going to be kind of, I'm going to be honest here. I, I don't think it was a super great display of Mario's 35th. I kind of agree. There really wasn't a lot. I would have expected a little more since he's like the flagship Nintendo franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say there was nothing, but like, yeah, I don't know. I would have expected like maybe a a brand new, not Paper Mario game or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's just yeah, me. <clears throat> yeah. And um, Mario 3D World was awesome, and the Bowser's Fury thing was super cool. Sure. Um, I haven't gotten all the way through it myself, but um, and we can get more on that in a bit. But uh, there really wasn't anything super new for Mario's 35th. Um, not even really like a cool like look at Mario through the years, like kind of mm-hmm. like what Pokemon did, um, for their <clears throat> their personal channel stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of strange. Um, from Nintendo this year. Now that being said, we are still in a global pandemic. Um, oh, really? Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, and even. You know, and that was kind of a rough year to have Mario's 35th. This is true. Um, but yeah, uh, just kind of, what, what are your thoughts on the, kind of the whole thing, Matt? Um, I do agree that it was a little bit underwhelming. Um, I would have, like I said a little bit ago, I would have liked to have seen maybe a, a new flagship 3D Mario game or a new 2D Mario game or something like that. Um, that being said, Paper Mario and the Origami King is pretty good. I do like that game. Um, and I haven't picked up 3D World yet, but I intend to. Um, World, uh, it's you like it so much fun. Oh yes, I. So when that game came out, I bought it on release because um, <laughs> I loved that game on the Wii U. Um, and then I saw when I saw the speed comparisons, I was like, oh my god, I gotta have this game. Um, <clears throat> and I beat it in like a weekend. Yeah, that's like I remember you beating it really quickly. Yeah, yeah, I got Impressive. every green star. And beat every level and got the top of every flagpole with Luigi by the end of that weekend. And I enjoyed that's it. a lot. Yes, <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, so uh, I I would have liked to see a little more. I think, and I'm not a huge fan of how they're treating the end of the 35th anniversary. Um, mm-hmm. As you've touched on, they're going to remove 3D All Stars from store shelves and take it off of the eShop. Um, and then getting rid of that Mario 35 game they have on the eShop as well, and 
turning off the servers for that. Like, yeah, it's, I don't it's know. Bizarre. I can't think of a reason why you do really any of that. I can kind of see a reason for maybe taking 3D All-Stars out of stores because it does cost money to print the cartridges and distribute them and stuff like that, but at least keep it on the eShop. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. And then Mario 35, like, I don't know. It It can't cost that much money to have that up and running and just have that as a game for people to play when they want. Yeah, and people play that weird. game a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it wasn't that long ago, but, like, I booted it up, so every now and then I pull, I pull it up. I'm not super good at it. Um, I'm really bad. <laughs> um i really struggle with mario one physics um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean like you start a game and you have you have a full lobby of people in seconds um which for nintendo online anything to get a fast game of something on the switch it's true shows how many people are still playing this game Mm -hmm. um i'm sure there's a lot of people playing it this week before it gets pulled yeah Um, but I'm, i'm right there with you mario 35 was such a cool way to like to to have a fun twist on um on Mario's past. You know, honestly, I would have loved for them to even to go farther after the 31st and say, why not throw Mario 2 levels, Mario 3 levels, Super right. Mario World. I think it was a Nintendo Life video that actually was talking about that. Go figure. Um <laughs> we like our Nintendo Life here. It's true. But, They're great. But you know, it like that would have been so cool. Like, they probably would have skipped over Mario 2, let's be honest. But Mario 3 and Super Mario World would have been awesome additions uh, to that format. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a bummer. Um, nothing says, all right, that was a great year of Mario by taking things down. Yeah. It's also, also kind of suspect. That... Oh, go ahead. Oh, you go first. I was going to say, they're also just kind of off the side. Um, there was that Fire Emblem game they put out. Um, the original right. Fire Emblem game that is getting pulled from the shop. Now, if you own it, you can still play it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're pulling that for some reason, too. The same date? Yeah. I think the reasoning for that is March 31st is the end of the fiscal year for Nintendo. So I've seen a lot of people discuss that maybe this was a push to get some sales in before the end of the fiscal year, which is a little cheap, I feel. I believe that, and I agree, um, especially considering, like, <laughs> they they had to have done well in a pandemic from Animal Crossing sales alone. It's like one of the highest grossing exclusive launches of any game. Like, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, well, and that game sold Switches this year. Mm-hmm. It used, like, this summer, it was impossible to find a Switch at a reasonable yep. price. Um it like that game pushed consoles more than like since its release um mm-hmm. so i can't imagine the need you know i'm sure that does i get the desire but i find the need a little weird unless i just wanted to push fourth quarter sales but mm-hmm. again around the christmas season we had um <clears throat> i mean we had mario 3d world not that long ago which i'm sure did well um Pikmin 3 got put to the Switch. We got a million indie games that came over to the Switch within the last uh, few months. And right. I, I, I don't see it. <laughs> I, I really I don't. That prob- I think 3D All-Stars was probably their big 
holiday game, if I recall. I can't think of anything that was really bigger than that at the time. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I mean, I bought it. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I bought it too. Fire and I bought it. Um, of course, I would have bought it whether it was going to be limited or not. You know, I bought it uh, mostly because it was limited. I feel. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a weird decision, um, and they're sticking to it, I guess. So um, it really is a bummer as someone who more and more is getting interested in preservation of games. Um, I think it's funny, as we're recording this, The Completionist is doing his charity stream for uh, Preserve Play, which is a new sort of archiving group um, mm-hmm. dedicated really cool. to preserving old games. Yeah. And like <clears throat> a couple weeks ago, I was in a uh, vintage stock. I was just kind of driving around town and looking at um, different game collecting shops and stuff. And man, it sucks. Like if you want to buy a copy of Mario 64 on the Nintendo 64, first off, good luck finding a Nintendo 64 you can actually play on. That's yeah. not gummed up and gross and whatever. Like you can get lucky and find them. Sure. Or, you know, you might be lucky enough to still have yours. Um, but then getting a copy of Mario 64 costs more than buying a new game that came out from a new AAA developer. Yep. So it sucks seeing these games go away. And fewer and fewer of them are like accessible every year because mm-hmm. they break or get lost or something. So they just get rarer and rarer unless the price keeps going up and up. Yeah. God forbid you want to play Sunshine. Right. You know, like the GameCube right now is in like a, a hot spot of um, price. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, like if you try to go find some of the big GameCube games, they are going to be well over a hundred dollars for a That's lot. Of nuts. Yeah, um, Wii games are hit or miss because there was only the Wii is when we started to see kind of a lot, a lot more third party developers. So we got a lot of weird kind of right offshoot Wii games. It kind of got some of the DS treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so Wii games are pretty hit or miss. Like the soup, the really good ones are pretty expensive, but they're like. 50, 60. Um, but at least they're newer ish. Yeah. You know, uh, Wii U games are a dime a dozen because nobody liked it in the first place. <laughs> I like it's still Wii not that U. old. It's not that old. Um, people just didn't buy them. Uh, they didn't. Yep. There's something weird about the marketing in the Wii U. So, you know, again, in like Nintendo pulling the first Fire Emblem game, like that's the, as far, I think, if I'm correct, that's the first time the West has seen that Fire Emblem game. I believe that that is true. Yeah. And they're pulling it. <laughs> it it wasn't out for that long. It came out no. in what, like November? Yeah, November. Yeah, November. Um, and that that's really a bummer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, people talk about, you know, they're tired of seeing remakes and ports and whatever, but it's like, there's no other way for people to experience these games right now uh, effectively. Like, Yeah, especially with Nintendo changing their hardware all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you just even if you wanted to, you couldn't play an N sixty four game on a Switch. Like right. at least for a while, PlayStation was doing pretty good. The backwards compatibility thing, you could play PS one and two games on the first PS threes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they stopped that. I think it's silly. Yeah, yeah. And then Xbox was just like, eh, here's our whole library. Here's as Game far Pass. As go back yeah. as we've gone. Um, and yeah, here's Game Pass. It, it's it's wild. We're in kind of weird times as far as game preservation and releases. Like for a long time, it was a lot of remakes and ports and we're still kind of in that. 
um, that mindset a bit. Um, and then like, you know, we had a lot of games that came to the West through the Wii U and the 3DS eShop that are not being supported on the Switch. Like, the perfect console for a lot of those games to come over. Mm-hmm. But... Now, speaking of ports and remakes, let's talk a little bit about Mario All-Stars. Yes! Here's the thing. A lot of people complained. They're like, oh, it's just ports of these games. And it's like, yeah, that's what we asked for for 10 years. <laughs> like, since the since the Switch came out, we were like, ah. Oh, I wish I could have Mario 64 on my Switch. And then it came out and everybody was mad. Yeah, they're like, oh, it doesn't look like Odyssey. It's like, no, it's not going <laughs> to look like Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, and I think just Nintendo's fan base is so big that it's mm-hmm. always going to make somebody angry. Yes. Um, but that, that whole discourse was really weird to watch um, from like the same people that were like, oh, I don't need like an HD res of Mario Sunshine. Just slap that baby over. And then what did they do? They slapped that baby over <laughs> and every, the same people were mad. Yep. They're like, this it's is so silly. Port. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you got three games for $60. Right. A game that on the Nintendo 64 cartridge would cost you just as much as all three games. Yep. I, yeah. I don't quite understand. Um... But yeah, for, for myself personally, I never played any of the games on 3D All-Stars. Well, that's not true. I played a little bit of Galaxy in college. Like, yeah. my one of my roommates had a Wii in Galaxy, so I tried it out. I got like, I don't know, like 25, 30% through the game. Not very far. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, 64 and Sunshine were all brand new to me. So it was really valuable for me to get that because I got to experience... Um, those old games that I wouldn't have gotten to play any other way. So I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I, I love the 3D All-Stars pack. Um, I think it's a great self-reference um, from the original Mario All-Stars, mm-hmm. which was a SNES release that had Mario 1, The Lost Levels, uh, Mario 2, and then uh, Mario 3. Right. Um, I don't think World was on it. It might have been, but I don't remember. Um, uh, probably not. Uh, I don't believe so, but I think World they remade... At least Mario 1 in Mario World Engine for that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that came out later on the Wii. Uh, there was right. a Wii version of the SNES All-Stars pack. Um, so I, the 3D All-Stars pack was a great idea. Um, I, I like it. It's a ton of fun. I like having all three games on my Switch. Um, I've played the heck out of um, almost all three of them. We'll kind of get into it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, should we start chronologically then? Let's do it. Start with 64. Um, I've played Mario 64 a ton. Um, I had an N64 as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like when I think home, like uh, childhood consoles, that's the console that comes to mind. The N64 right. in my Dreamcast. Um, one of the six people who owned a Dreamcast, as far as I know. <laughs> um, one of my neighbors had one when I was a kid. I didn't know what it was. I was like, what yeah. is that thing? He was like, it's yeah. my Dreamcast. I was like, that's not a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, I've played Mario 64 a bunch. I, I like the game. Um, it's, um, I played the DS one when it came out, when the DS was new, and it was like one of the launch titles. Right. Um, 64 DS added a ton of stuff. Um, and I have to say, I'm a little... Not upset, but a little surprised that we didn't get the DS version on the Switch. Right. Um, or, like, there wasn't, like, an option there. Um, 
but I get why they chose the the original N64 version. It's the All-Stars pack. It makes sense to do the original. But the mm-hmm. DS version I really liked because I liked playing as Luigi. Um, you could also run around as Wario. Yoshi was a playable character. You actually started the game as Yoshi. That's right. I remember um, that. And you have to go save Mario from Bob on Battlefield. Um, or you get like a couple stars from there and then you can go save Mario. Um, pretty cool stuff. Um, I will say that for me personally... Mario 64 is the one I struggle to go back and play. It's so hard. I know it's a common complaint, but the camera drives me absolutely crazy. I just can't figure it out. Um, Although Mario does move a little bit better than I expected him to. Like the movement in that game is is better than I thought it would be. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. The, uh, I mean, for being the first 3D game from that franchise, like... This is where Mario and Sonic really like took a dive, right? Because when we got um, Mario, never left, didn't leave the X Y axis until the Mar- Mario sixty four. Right. Sonic got like Sonic three D Blast, which is like two and a half D, but didn't get full three D until Sonic Adventure, um, which Sonic Adventure is Sonic Adventure. <laughs> um, I love that game. We all know that, but I mean, to for that to be their start on the three D really space, solid start. like that's incredible. Um, the the music right away, like Ball Bomb Battlefield today, is still like one of the most popular Mario songs out there. I mm-hmm. I wonder how many more people know Ball Bomb Battlefield than some of the other like original Mario tracks. I bet yeah, more people know Bob, Bob on Battlefield than Mario 3's theme. I can't think of either off the top of my head, to be completely <laughs> honest. <laughs> uh, you know. But for most people, I, I imagine it's Bob on Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it helps that Bob on Battlefield actually plays in a couple other stages, too. Right. Um, but you get the point. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I, a lot of the level designs in that game are really solid. Uh, again, from going from 2D space to 3D space and having to figure out how to make their staples work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of funny they abandoned regular power-ups pretty much right away Yeah, shift to 3D. You know, Mario 3 had, uh, you know, like the Tanuki suit. Um, it had the, uh, um, you know, obviously Fire Flower, Mushrooms, those kinds of things. None of that was present in Mario 64. They just went all out and said, hey... What about a? What if we had a cap that made Mario fly? That's um, really cool. The flying or, is really cool for the 3D, especially. Like, yeah, it really takes advantage of that space, which is a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the invisible cap and we had the metal cap. Mm-hmm. Um, just all kinds of different ways to like traverse these levels, and you know, there's a lot of them that I don't like. A lot of levels in Mario 64 I don't like. Right. Um, I hate Hazy Maze Cave. Um, that's the one you have to jump into, like, the black vortex. Um, it's in right. the second. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, like, dive in, and it's all underwater. and or not underwater. There's a couple of spots. It's where the ne- uh, Nessie uh, star is. Until mm-hmm. you get the metal cap, too. I basically only go in there to get the metal cap, and then I never... And then you leave. Again. <laughs> yeah. um, Rainbow Cruise uh, sucks. TikTok Clock sucks. TikTok Clock is bad. I hate TikTok Clock. Um, especially as a kid when you don't know the secret about TikTok Clock. Um, where Which is the, what? What's the secret? The, the actual time 
on this on the front of the stage that you leap into, whatever time it is affects the level. What? So I, I think, yeah, it's I think it's based on the hour hand. So I think like noon is everything stops. Three o'clock is like it's like normal. Six o'clock is like it's really fast and like nine o'clock is like it's really slow. Something like that. It, there's some variation there. Um, that is a real hard. thing. Yeah, so it's like, if you know that, some of the level's pretty easy to traverse because it's like, if you're just trying to get to the top, put it on the one where everything stops and then you don't mm -hmm. have to worry about timing the box jumps and stuff. That's weird. How does, do you know what makes the time change? Well, in the, so whenever you're, you're about to enter the level, it's like the clock face um, yeah. like, that you leap into. The clock mm -hmm. is moving all the time. Oh, okay. so you can just watch the clock face, and when it gets to the one you want, you leap into it, and it makes the level that interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So if you're listening at home and you didn't know that, go to TikTok Clock. <laughs> uh, I feel bad asking you to go do that level, but go do that level and like jump into the level at different times, and it, and you'll see that it actually affects the level, which is cool. But the level itself sucks because the camera sucks. Right. Um, but you know, uh, the game as a whole, it's fun. It's I go game. back and play it every so often. Um, and you know, again, for as a flagship start to the 3d realm, it's really hard to complain too much, um, overall. And there's, again, there's some really great levels. Bob on battlefield just feels like a Mario level. It does like, like traditional Mario. It's like, they just moved. It's like, they took a, uh, the 2D level, and then they like, turn it into a spiral. You know, yep. that's um, a good way to put very it. Very cool stuff. Um, Womp's Fortress is like that too. Um, and then, of course, the the extra levels like uh, um, uh, what am I thinking of? Cool, cool mountain. It's the one with the penguin. The one where I everybody throws off the side of the mountain. Poor guy. Yeah, that poor penguin. Um, but yeah, Mario 64. Um. You can honestly beat it in a day if you know what you're doing and you know mm -hmm. like the fast stars. I'm not a speedrunner by any means. Um, speaking of the speedrun community for Mario 64, holy crap! No backwards long jumping for you? No, no backwards long <laughs> jumping for me. Um, but man, it's so fun watching 64 speedrunners. I think all um, the 3D Mario games have really good speedrun communities. I agree. I agree. Um, but all the categories for 64, there's like one star, zero star, um, 70 star, 120 star, mm -hmm. um, all, all that stuff. It's, it's mind blowing to watch, especially with the camera being as bad as it is. Yep. There's so many leaps of faith. And I'm like, I don't know how you trust yourself. Exactly. <laughs> lots of patience, lots of trusting of your own skills. Which I do not have. Mm -mm. I do not have. I always yell speedrun strats on my streams, and they're never speedrun strats. <laughs> It's me attempting the speedrun strat, making me take longer than if I'd just done it normally. I can do one kind of speedrun strat in Odyssey. There's a mm -hmm. there's a big gap in Wooded Kingdom. Like mm. when you get that piranha plant with like the poison, you get the star from him. There's yeah, like yeah. a rail that you can um, triple jump onto, and then you can use Cappy to like go across that gap. I've been that's able awesome. to land that a couple of times. But that's about it, and that's not yeah. even like a hard trick. <laughs> it's just a trick. Yeah, we take the ones we can get. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that, I think that's all I have to say on Mario sixty four. It's it's 
it's so strange now like again we talk about odyssey and it's like we look back on mario 64 and there's a very clear line to how one thing got to another for sure but it definitely you can definitely tell it was the first attempt all right sunshine now oh yay (laughs) you have been playing sunshine throughout this week in preparation yes for this uh and i've gotten a few choice texts from you uh, How about you go first on your thoughts of Sunshine? <laughs> I love Sunshine. Um, I think of the three um, in this pack, Sunshine is my comfort food mm-hmm. uh, game. Um, the aesthetic makes me incredibly happy. It reminds me of summer, which I know that's the point. Um, but I just remember like being a kid, you know, it's the spring semester or whatever, and I'm just like so amped for summer, and I'm playing Mario Sunshine. Yeah, like that is my nostalgia game. Um, and I can beat it relatively quickly. I think I can beat that one the fastest out of the three. I think you um, did it on stream in like a day, didn't you? Four hours. Oh, geez. Yeah, I beat the game in four hours, which again, I'm no speedrunner. I just kind of know what to do mm-hmm. uh, from playing the game all the time. Um, so yeah, if you, if you really know what's going on, I think it's only like 56 shines because it's seven shines per level and there's eight levels, I think. Okay. Something like that. Um, but yeah, so you, you can get through it pretty quick. Um, I think the flood is a great kind of a tool. Um, and again, looking ahead, you can kind of see how Cappy kind of comes into the picture. Yeah. Uh, from Sunshine. Um, I think a lot of the level designs are super great. Um, a lot of very imaginative stages. Um. And I kind of like that you can see... One of my favorite things is you can see other levels while in other I levels. I like that, too. It's really cool. It really Makes gives it the whole really... thing a sense of place. I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Um, like, you can pretty much see uh, Peanut Park, uh, the uh, mm-hmm. amusement park, in pretty much all the stages, because you can see the Ferris wheel and the roller coasters and stuff. Um, now, Sunshine has some jank. Yes. A lot of yes, jank. Yes, it does. Um, but... Let's let's. I think that kind of gets into kind of your impressions yes. of the game. I don't want to say that I hate this game because that'd be a little <laughs> strong, but it frustrated me greatly. Um, yeah, and like I feel bad because I know you love this game very much. And I don't want to like bash it. No, but bash away, <laughs> bash away. I know that I know this game's faults. <laughs> so when I first started, like. I could never get Mario to do what I wanted him to do. He did not jump when I said jump. He was never facing the right direction. It took me forever just to figure out how to move Mario. Which is, I was like, okay, I just haven't played this specific game before. But like, it felt like I'd never played a 3D video game before. <laughs> yeah. um, as I went, though, I did like Flood more. Um, once I figured out like the buttons and like when to press things and like... Um, remembering to like switch the hover nozzle out for the regular nozzle. Um, I started liking that quite a bit. I think Flood is a cool design. I like, I agree that it is definitely like the precursor to Cappy. Um, you can definitely see the design philosophy between the two and how they really wanted to expand Mario's like, um, traversal and give him like new tools to, uh, get to high places and faraway places. I think it's, I think it's a really cool idea. Yeah. Um, the theming is great. I do like the summer theme. 
Um, but some of these levels, like I just did not understand. There were some where like I just didn't know what the goal was. Yeah, which is frustrating because it's like the title is usually kind of a clue, um, but sometimes that wasn't even enough. Um, uh, what was the one? And then there are the ones where the like Ink Mario comes and takes away um, Flood. Yes. Those make me so sad. <laughs> because what like I, I said... Those are some of my favorite levels. I believe game. it because you're a masochist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. There's the one yeah. that I sent you a screenshot of. It's, <laughs> I tweeted it, yeah. It was like the one with the rotating wooden blocks and then there's like the gears at the uh, end of it. Yes, yes. I remember you doing that one on stream mm-hmm. at one point, and you were having some trouble with it. Yeah. I did eventually beat it, by the way. Um, <laughs> but when I was playing it, it was almost 10 o'clock at night here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was desperately trying to get the one-up mushroom because I had, like, one life left. Because I'd finally <laughs> gotten to the yeah. point where I can get the one-up mushroom. And at one point, I'm yelling, come on, Nintendo, just please let me get this mushroom. <laughs> because I couldn't jump up and get it. I remember your wife texting me, quoting mm-hmm. you, that exact line. <laughs> I was trying to, like, wall jump off of the walls that are, like, on that mm-hmm. platform. I should have just done, like, the backwards somersault, which is what I did eventually. Yeah. Um, but it, I got upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those levels, um, as much as I love them, um, because I... And I think it's because I have played this game since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really the ones that test my ability to maneuver Mario in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you really have to know what you're doing um, mechanics-wise to traverse those levels. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need, like, all the tricks. Um, but, I mean, yeah, getting that somersault in that game in particular is very rough. Um, I like how to sit and practice it in the plaza for a while just to like figure it out. Yeah, like 64 and Galaxy, um, you can do it in pretty quick turns. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's kind of it's kind of funny how janky Sunshine's really is compared to the other two. I noticed uh, that I can't do it very well from like a standstill. I have to be running and then doing it, mm-hmm. which is very much unlike Odyssey. You can just do it from yeah. no motion. Yeah, the um, Sunshine relies on a lot of um, intentional movements. Like, um, in order to get that somersault, you have to be moving forward enough to cause Mario to do the the slide on the ground uh, Mm. to then press A and get the somersault backwards, um, which requires a little bit more room than the other two games in the pack, and and especially Odyssey. Yeah. Um and that's where stuff gets messy because again, if you play any of the others, the movement is pretty fluid. Um which ironically the game about water uh, <laughs> is probably the least fluid <laughs> as right. far as Mario's controls. Um and even flood, like you feel like you should be able to traverse anywhere very quickly. Right. Um, but in fact, with Flood, you you almost have to hard commit to a direction that you want to go because um, it's quite difficult to change your course yeah. uh, while Flood is going. So, yes, uh, the jank in Mario Sunshine is very present. There's one other janky thing that I thought was actually really funny. Um, there's a fight um, 
I think it's, yes, in Peanut Park, it's like the second mm-hmm. or third shine from that where you fight Monty Mole in his yes. big tank thing mm-hmm. and shoots those like walking bombs at you. So I failed it the first time because um, during the cut scene, there was one more bomb left on the field and the bomb like pushed me off of the screen during the cutscene and then blew up during the cutscene. So I died <laughs> the second the cutscene ended. That's so upsetting. <laughs> it was so dumb. I was uh, really mad. And then yeah. um I got it the second time, but still, that was yeah. that was dumb. Well, that was also that era of video game where either cutscenes totally took you out of the game and it was like a pre-rendered thing, mm-hmm. or the game the cutscene happens in engine. And so the game is still running. Um, and they didn't quite decide to give you give us iframes yet. <laughs> Right. Um, But yeah, one of the other complaints, uh, and I'm curious kind of what your thought on this is, um, because Galaxy doesn't get this flack uh, necessarily. Right. um, But one of the things, one of the big reasons people dislike Sunshine mostly is that you have to beat a certain amount of levels um, and you have to complete, like there are 56 Shines that you mm-hmm. have to get, and they are these specific ones. There's and there's no getting them out of order. There's no anything. You are playing. It's uh, probably the most linear of them. Um, right. And I'm just kind of curious how you know, as someone who has kind of gotten into these games a little bit later, um, how did that kind of impact your experience as you were going? Because you ha- you haven't beat it yet, have you? Oh no, I didn't get very yeah. far. The last thing that I was doing, um. I had removed the big pineapple from the red pipe on the roof mm. of that one building in the plaza. Yeah, yeah. And I had gone down the pipe and I was trying to fight the electric um, mm-hmm. manta ray thing. Yeah, that level. And I stopped playing after that because I could not beat the electric manta <laughs> ray thing. But that's like that's like world five or so. I think so. So, yeah. so you had about, you saw about half the game. Mm-hmm. Um, is I really should have looked this up before. I can't remember how many worlds there are now off the top of my head. I'm going to Google it Okay. while you're saying this. So I, I liked and disliked the linear progression of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little bit misleading because it is a pretty big open hub world, so you would think that you'd be able to have a little more say in what you do. Um, but instead, you're kind of corralled in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of tricking you into thinking that it's open when it's really not. So that's, I can see why that'd be frustrating, but I already kind of knew that going into it. So I didn't mind it quite as much. Yeah. Um, the, the thing for me is I never really understood what caused certain worlds to unlock. So I think if I knew that I would have a better time with it, but I never, I never knew like which levels or which number of levels or whatever would cause me to move on. Yeah. So it yeah, seemed kind I, of random. Yeah, I remember that as a kid too. Um cuz I hate the very last world. Hmm. Um it's the there's the Shine Gate and then there's the red pipe on top of the Shine Gate. It's the uh Pianta Village uh level. Um okay. you wouldn't have gotten to that one. No. Um at that at this point, but it's the very last world and I despise that level. 
Um, it's the one world in Sunshine that I really just when it when I get to it, I'm like. It's also the one with the I think my most viewed Twitch clip on stream is from that level, and it was when I was um, trying to do the speed slide because uh, I had just gotten all eight red coins, which I hate mm -hmm. eight red coin levels in general, all all games. Um, and I was doing the slide across the bridge at the very beginning where the star was, mm -hmm. and I bonked into a section of the bridge and I fell through the floor. Right, he's like clipped after, through, didn't you? After <laughs> having beaten the level, uh, and that happens all the time because I'm impatient, and I'm like, I feel like I should be able to speed slide across the bridge. Apparently, but, not. but you know, you do have to do that level. And as a kid, I was like, I don't want to do this level. Um, I get to the eight red coins level on that stage, and I would stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, man, why can't I beat this game? I have like a hundred shines, like. I've been collecting blue coins. I've been getting all the stuff because I thought it was like uh, 64 where right. once you have a certain amount, stuff unlocks. Yeah. Um, so I, I do agree there. Um, by the way, I looked it up. And there are seven worlds. Okay. Uh, so you only need 50 shines uh, to okay. beat the game because you get one at the airstrip at the very beginning and then it's uh, seven levels in each um, uh, area. Right. So... You know, 50 compared to Mario 64, 70, um, but you don't have as much control and choice. You don't have any control and choice over which levels you do right. in Sunshine in order to progress. So, um, you know, yeah, I, I'm kind of whatever about it as someone who grew up with it. That's probably the reason. Um, and I don't always hate a super linear experience. Right, because um, even Galaxy my mood. more linear than I thought it was going to be when I first played it. And we'll get there in a second. Yeah. But like now, okay. linearity isn't bad necessarily. It's yeah. just like sometimes it's just not what you want or what you expect. Right. Now, I have a major complaint with Sunshine, and this is the most egregious thing ever. Those freaking blue coins. Oh yeah. I hate them. You They're hate the worst. Them. Um I I feel like I'm having to justify this a lot more and more, but I am not a completionist. Um except very specific games. Uh, and so I was playing through, I, 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 went, I worked backwards. Um, I still have not beaten 64 on the 3D All-Stars pack. Uh, okay. Every time I go back to it, I'm like, no. Nope. Um, yeah. But I was like, you know what? I've never done this for Sunshine, and I beat the game in four hours. How long could it possibly take me to finish the rest of them off? Too long. Um, too long uh, is definitely the answer. As for the levels themselves, it really didn't take me that long. Right. Um, but the thing is, that's only a hundred and a hundred and no, hundred and six math. No, like ninety six, ninety six. Um, then there are two hundred and forty blue coins. Gross. That's some stages many. have twenty. Some stages have thirty. Some have 10, um, including the plaza and the airstrip. And some of the blue coins are hidden in specific levels. Yeah. Um, if you're listening and you have any desire to 100% Mario Sunshine, first off, just don't. Just don't. It's not worth it. You don't get anything great for it. 
you get like Mario gets a shirt. Go watch the, <laughs> go watch the completionist video on it and say you did it. Um those blue coins were the bane of my existence. The blue coins alone took me longer than the rest of the game. Crazy. Um, and it's so dumb because every time you get one, you get the stupid menu that pops up. And it's like, yes. do you want to continue or do you want to save and continue? I'm like, I'll save when the level's done. <laughs> Not just that, but like, I watched a video. Um, I forget who it was from. And I'm sad that I forgot because I would want to plug it if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was about like game design and when games decide to stop you from doing things and like positive and negatives of when games stop you. Mm-hmm. So you could have like a positive thing where it's like a fighting or beat em up game where the game pauses for a second when you get hit. So you can kind of understand what happened and how you got hit and you can adjust. Yeah. Whereas in Sunshine, where it stops you when you get <laughs> one of a billion coins and you have to do that over and over again, it like incentivizes you to not get the blue coins because you don't want to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And even I, I even did that nonsense with a guide. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to find these all on my own. No, I, I used definitely. a guide and it took me longer. Even with pictures. (laughs) There are some games that require guides. I guess that's probably one of them. Like, you would never be able to find everything without it. I mean, really, because, like, again, because not all 30... Like, I don't mind if all 30 blue coins were present in every, like, star Mm -hmm. in Sunshine. But because of the way Sunshine works, and, again, one of the complaints of it is that you can't get shines out of order... It's because each each shine is like a linear part of each like mini arc, yeah. In each world, there are specific ones hidden, so you would have to like search every level, like with a fine tooth comb, yeah, hoping you can find what it is you're looking for. And the odds of that happening on your own are not going to happen. <laughs> right, you're going to miss um, something somewhere. Yeah, and, and I think this back. is when they were still selling primo guides. Uh, right. mm-hmm. I guarantee you someone was like, oh, this would be a great Primo Guide thing. Um, you know, because no one's going to find these, so yeah. you know, it's a great thing to put in the guide. Um, my god. Not worth it. That's what, uh, Honestly, that's my biggest complaint out of everything. Everything else, I'm totally, like, they were trying something different than 64, they were doing something new, those blue coins, whoever decided that was a good idea. Wrong. Probably the same one who executing Mario in a few days. <laughs> so, that's my last thing on Sunshine. <laughs> Galaxy. Right. Galaxy. I adore Mario Galaxy. I liked it a lot. I, I thought I would, because I'm a nerd. I love outer spacey things, mm-hmm. so I already really liked just the general vibe of it. Um, I alluded to this a little bit ago, but I thought it was more open, more like Odyssey was, but it was more linear than I thought it would be, and that mm-hmm. that didn't bother me. But, but like, especially in the level design, it felt like a lot of the times it felt like a two D Mario level, like in yeah. feel, but then it would be in three D. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that mostly worked. It also movement from mario is so precise and it feels really good so Mm -hmm. i liked that a lot yeah i i love mario galaxy um it's very cozy you know it is cozy like if if 
Sunshine is my, like, I want to feel like a kid again game. Uh, Galaxy is very much my, I kind of just want to, like, curl up in a blanket and play a nice, easygoing platformer. Mm-hmm. And that that's Galaxy for me. Um, especially, like, the uh, the hub world is so mm-hmm. cozy. You know, that's definitely the one yep. I'm going to use again. It just feels good. Um, and the the observatory music is just... It's very relaxing. It's a very relaxing experience. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed um, the like storybook thing from Rosalina. Yes. Like that, that got me emotional. Like that was really cool. I didn't expect to feel that from a Mario game. Like yeah, her story and like the oh shoot, what are they called? The little star dudes. The Lumas. Lumas, yes. Yeah. Um, I re- I really liked that little side story and it wasn't um wasn't a requirement to finish the game i don't think but it definitely gives a lot of context to what you're doing and why and it flushes out a character which in the mario game is pretty unusual to have like strong character development yeah unless it's one of the rpg games Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm in full agreement there that whole thing it, it trips me up every time because the room you go into every time, I always think is a level. Right. So I kind of have a, an opposite feeling about that story. Because you're like, oh, crap. I don't want to do this now. Because it doesn't ask you when you like enter the room. It's like, oh, you're here. Let's story time. And like, if you've been playing the game and you have all the worlds unlocked, you're forced into an eight-chapter storybook. Right. And it's like, hey, 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 stop. <laughs> right. But I think I, I did a... Yeah. I did it pretty much intended. Like I mm-hmm. saw the first couple of chapters, and then I saw the next couple of chapters. Yeah. So I thought it spaced out well for my experience. But mm-hmm. if you ignore it and then go in there on accident, I could totally see that being a pain. Yeah, and well, especially because I'm just like woohoo, and then I'm just like leaping around, <laughs> and then I long jump, and I forget the gravity is low, and then I just soar into the room with no <laughs> way to stop myself. It's <laughs> just like oh god, um, so funny. But no, it, it's great. And Rosalina is such a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she established herself so well as a Mario staple yeah. moving forward. So much so that she's in 3D World mm-hmm. um, as an unlockable character, which is awesome. They were That's just really like, cool. yeah, you like Rosalina. Here's more Rosalina. And then she's all in all the cart games. And yep. Um, it, it's, it's an, she was an awesome um, addition to the Mario cast. Um, yeah, the, the ending of the story too is really cool. Like the big cutscene where yeah. the observatory like turns into a big old rocket. That's so mm-hmm. cool. I yeah. love it. Yeah, I, I it's it's such a uh, you know with a lot of these Mario games, it's it's a lot of oh Peach got kidnapped again. Go do the thing. Like sixty four is very much you just stumble in sunshine. Mm-hmm. You know they get kidnapped like on the spot. Um, but Galaxy was, you know, it's the same thing. Peach gets kidnapped, but like Bowser has like a spaceship UFO yep. and like tractor beam Peach's castle away. Like, yep, it's so like Junior has like a pirate ship in space. Like, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. The fact that there's space pirates in this one, I I'm all for. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that the Bowser music is the Mario Three Bowser music, um, reorchestrated, is like. Right. So good. The score is incredible. Yes, in Gus, Gusty Garden. Gutsy Garden. 
don't care. Gusty Garden. I think, it, I think it's Gusty because it's a very. Na, windy na, 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 na. Yeah, that whole song. Ah, so good. It's on the uh, greatest video games of all time soundtrack from the London Phil, and they have a great oh, rendition cool. of that song. Um, but yeah, I love the, the London whole tour is amazing. Um, I think that's the the one that I feel like they truly went all out for. Like, let's make this big and bombastic, and you know, it's on the Wii, so let's go for it. You know, and they yeah. finally had the tech to to do it. Um, speaking of tech, the elephant in the room of the motion controls. Oh yeah. Um, I will say. There were a lot of things about the Wii version that I did. I because I, I have played both. I owned Galaxy on the Wii, um, played it a ton. My brother and I used to play co-op. We'd switch the remotes back and forth because mm-hmm. um, like player two can collect the star oh, bits right. and stuff, um, and like freeze enemies and make force Mario to jump to mess with them while you're trying to do tough platforming. <laughs> My brother did that a lot to me. Um, wow, I can't imagine that ever happening. Yeah, right. Siblings never do that kind of stuff. Yeah, never. Um, but it on the Wii, like once you had the sensor bar and you, it felt really natural to point at the screen when you were wanting to collect bits and stuff. Yeah, I will say the controller method is a little bit more arduous. Um, you know, like I'm flying around and I have my controller and I'm moving yep. my arms around like I'm like an idiot to try and catch all the star bits. I find myself missing a lot more star bits and stuff with the controller method. Did you use a like a pro controller when you played? Mm-hmm. I did. I, I used two Joy-Cons. How was your experience with that? I liked it. Um, it would sometimes drift just a mm-hmm. little bit, but it, it's easy to reset. Yeah. I think you just push like one of the trigger buttons and it resets. Yeah, it's the, the R button, and then it mm-hmm. um, resets back to the center, which I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't have much issue with it. Um, I When I played it on the Wii, I think I do prefer the sensor bar. I think it does feel more natural because the way that the Wii is set up, it's meant to do that a little better, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but one plus out of the Joy-Cons is I could have like both of them in my lap or something yeah. and not have to like have my arm out pointing. Yes. Yes. I could just kind of like sit there and kind of have it at what angle was natural and just kind of move it. Yeah, I, I do think it was a lot more comfortable overall. Um, but in, I, you know, like I said, it's a minor complaint. I missed two or three star bits each run, you know, that I oh, normally man. would have gotten if I was pointing at it. But what really sold me with the gyro was this, those stupid golf levels and the, um, oh, what am I thinking of? The, like, um, riding the manta ray thing, like the race? Yes. Yes. Those levels were the worst on the Wii. Like, mm-hmm. I felt myself fighting the motion controls in the Wii version, like a ton. You had to hold it, like, vertically, didn't you? Yeah, and then it was, um, you would tilt to, yeah. um, to make the manta ray go left and right. Yeah, it wasn't um, good. It sucked. It was awful. I would spend more time on those stupid levels than anything else. Um, and luckily, most of them aren't required, right? By any means, like you can skip a good amount. Well, yeah, and some and sometimes those moments show up in the actual levels, so you do mm-hmm. have to do some of them. Um, but on the Switch version, the gyro in the Pro Controller made that experience so much more fun and bearable, and like 
I beat both of the Manta Ray levels my first try. Nice. Um, and like a lot of the golf levels I had very few problems with. I, you know, I took dumb shortcuts because I wanted to go fast. Um, <laughs> and get like the one up or whatever that's over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like if I'm going to die, I might as well get the one up. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, and I, I felt like I had the actual room to do that um, on the Switch version. Whereas the Wii, I was like, just get through the level. Stop, mm-hmm. just get through the level. So, uh, and you know, and again, we saw it again in uh, Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Uh, mostly Bowser's Fury. Um, where you can control Bowser Jr. with the gyro. Oh, cool. Um, so you point, uh, you hit the R button again, uh, which centers it, the camera, and then you hit ZR on, I think, on something you want Bowser Jr. to interact with, and then he will. Um, so it's cool to see that they were like, okay, let's try it in Galaxy. Uh, and then they were like, cool, it works. Let's put it in this other game. Yeah. Um, I also love Galaxy has like the biggest Mario meme with the uh, you can now play as Luigi. Yes. Um, one of my favorites is the uh, what if you went to heaven and God said you can now play as Luigi? <laughs> um, would you do it? Would you play as Luigi? Uh, yes, I would do like the <laughs> as Luigi. Um, but no, and I also like that Luigi actually controls differently. Yeah, um, I didn't get that far in Galaxy. I stopped um, shortly after the Bowser, the last Bowser fight. Yeah, you have to hundred percent the game uh, mm-hmm. to get Luigi, and then there's a um, when you play as Luigi, you hundred percent as Luigi, and then there's like an extra level right after that. To like, it's like a big gauntlet level, right? Yeah, um, which is cool. I haven't done that yet. I'm still on like I took my Mario run like pretty fast when it came out i kind of just went for it and now mm. my luigi run is just kind of more casual every now and then i pull it up and i play through some and yeah that but i i like that that's an option um ever since mario like the original mario games everyone's always like you know a lot of people like to joke about luigi being the butt of the joke but it really is fun to play mm-hmm. the game again as luigi or as a different character um because the perspective really is different Right, he controls differently. He's um, mm-hmm. slipperier usually, right? Yeah, he's slippery, he jumps but he higher. higher. Yeah. Yep. Um, like that, they did. That's the same thing in 3D World. In fact, some of the levels I really struggle to play with as Mario because I can because the jumps are higher as Luigi. I know different routes. Um, and the same is true in Galaxy. There's a lot of places that I'm like, wow, this is a lot easier because I have that much higher of a jump. Right. To, to get to get there and it's really good level design because they would have had to have considered all of that when they designed the levels to have it work for both characters mm-hmm. so it's it's just a really cool thing and it's like oh yeah you can just play the game again but if you want to play as luigi here's a, another experience for you um and then if you really are that dedicated here's another level for you uh as like a thank you for playing both sides yeah that's really cool so I I think of the three, Galaxy is easily the best. I agree. Um, Mario controls the best. The little the spin, um, thing the the spin in Galaxy to get a yeah. little extra height is such a great thing. Like again, look at Odyssey. 
and you can see you know that the the stall in the air that you get when you throw cappy somewhere right um and that's how they get a lot of the speed run texas they've already thrown cappy and there's another spin that you can get yep um it it you know it started there um a, a lot of the levels are super super awesome i will say as well i think individual levels galaxy is probably the least memorable because there are so many places you go to i agree with that there are a few levels that i know really well like the first world i'd say i know really well um and then there's a couple scattered throughout but there's a lot of them that i get to and i'm like i do not remember this one right um whereas you know sunshine and 64 had they had hubs that had a lot of different stars in it mm-hmm. whereas uh galaxy had hub worlds with like three and right. you would move on or one and you would move on yeah it was usually like a hub and then there were like three main galaxies and like two optional galaxies or whatever in that hub yeah and there were a lot of levels that were like mirror images of another one mm-hmm. like there's the honey hive galaxy which is like the first one you go to yeah. later there's a fall version of the mm-hmm. same level I like um, that one a lot. I like it, it's theming. great. Um, but, you know, that's one of those things. It's like, well, you know. Just did that. Yeah. Yeah. My memory only remembers it because there was two of them. <laughs> right. And there was like a, there's a couple of different like beachy penguin ones as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Which, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think it's Mario just controls so well. Um, and uh, I've been watching uh, who was doing it. It was uh, Barry Kramer. Uh, used to be on Grumps. Used to be on Grumps. Uh, does his own streaming stuff now. Um, but he did like a joke speed run with his friends. Uh, they were all playing Mario Galaxy, and they were just seeing how fast they could beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually got like a super decent like speed run. Okay. Record. <laughs> um, and so I was watching him do like a lot of the text and stuff, and it's just like, I, I I'm so fascinated by the speed running community in these mm-hmm. Mario games, but. There were just so many random shortcuts I never even considered um, that people are taking in that game. So, yeah, it, it's uh, it, the whole pack is good. You know, do you, do you think we ever Mario. see Galaxy Two on the Switch? I don't know. I, you know, I, I know people are disappointed Galaxy Two didn't make its way in the All Stars pack. Um, I get thematically why they didn't, um, but I can say that I kind of agree. Yeah. Um, same here. Galaxy 2 is also kind of a strange beast. Um, because instead of like a hub world, you go, your ship flies from world to world. Right. Um, and it's more set up like a 2D Mario where you go from level to level in your ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would like to see it. I personally didn't play Galaxy 2 that much. Um, I pretty much only stuck with Galaxy 1. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get into the Wii U until it was nearing the end of its lifespan. So I mm-hmm. like there was a lot of Wii games in the middle of the Wii's lifetime and the end slash the beginning of the Wii U's lifetime that I did not really experience. So right. I would like that opportunity, uh, but I know Galaxy Two is just one of, is one of those few Mario games that because it's Mario, it's it's a little bit more expensive. Right. I just so. want Yoshi. Yoshi's yeah. Good. Yes, Yoshi's best boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, 
that's the Mario, our thoughts on the Mario All-Stars pack and kind of the Mario 35 stuff in general. Like I said, it's, it's, it's a bummer that it's going down. Um, but for real, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I would love to have those games on my Switch. Seriously, if your store has them, go get it. Because as I soon will. as Thursday hits, like the prices of these games are going to skyrocket. Anybody who <laughs> bought a physical release is going to try and resell them for triple their price. Um, no, all of them will do it too. Yeah. If if people haven't already scalped them already in your area mm-hmm. in preparation for it. Um, the online versions, I personally bought the online version just so I wouldn't have to carry the case around because um, I'm never not going to want those games on my Switch. Um, but yeah, uh, Mario's Execution is set for Thursday, April 1st. We've all been played for fools. <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Um, hopefully they kind of... You know, maybe in a year or two, um, they'll kind of re-release them. Um, especially if, you know, the supposed rumors of a new Switch model are, are true. Um, we don't know anything about that, but that seems yep. to be the rumor floating around the Twitter sphere. Yep, it's pretty um, confirmed, I would say. We have, like, pretty yeah. specific specs and screen orders and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's going to be here. Yeah. So maybe in the future they'll do a Mario All-Stars re-release <laughs> plus Galaxy 2, <laughs> you know. Um, but we just kind of have to wait and see and, you know, see what they do. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's us. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this. As always, you can find us on Twitter at GamesParleyPod, G-A-M-E-S-P-A-R-L-E-Y-P-O-D um, at Twitter. Um, we'd love to hear from you and to make sure you follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, whether it's anchor, Spotify, Apple, or Google, or whatever you listen to. And if you have the time, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd leave us a review, we'd love for this, uh, project to grow and for more people to find out about it and join the conversation with us. So, uh, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs>